All right, all right, all right. Let's see what we've got. A podcast for the fellas. Ladies can listen if they're not too jealous. Three warlocks that like to talk. A destiny podcast that you will like. Okay, Guardians, start your party. Get your weapons and move your body. A podcast comes by you wish to test it. But you in a tower like you with one dexter. Well, starts dropping, they starts popping. Grab your mic and hit the mute button. Now you know that you're in luck. The show is called Three Warlocks. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Three Warlocks podcast. This is episode 22. I'm your host, Vega. And with me, like always, I have my other two co-hosts and my other two warlocks, and they are Snail and Ness. How are you guys doing today? Good. I'm confused. This is Saturday, but I'm good. Yes, yes. We have to record a little bit, uh, I guess a little bit late, you can say, but it is Saturday, so the episode does drop on a Saturday typically, and it will drop on a Saturday, just a little bit later in the afternoon. That's all. Okay. Well, how was you guys' weekends? It was good. I, I've been to the dentist for the first time in 27 years. Well, that's wow. that's that awful. That's a big growth. Apparently <laughs> <laughs> my teeth are perfect. So it's all good. Oh my God, now. <laughs> you know, here in the uh, States, you have to go to the dentist once every six months. Recommended. So my, my appointment uh-huh. is April 1st, which I know Ness brought up. That's April Fool's Day. But uh, dentists usually have a funny way of kind of making you pay more than you really need. You know, you go in there for a cleaning, mm-hmm. they take x-rays. And before you know it, they're like, hey, sir, everything looks good. We just need to replace every single tooth at the bottom of your your jawline. <laughs> so it, it gets a little yeah. crazy sometimes. <laughs> I went to the dentist last month and he asked me something really odd that no dentist has ever asked me. He goes, um, so what don't you like about your smile? So I was like, nothing. I think, I think it's okay. I just I have some fillings that need to be replaced. And he came out with, and I should you not like a three page list of everything he wanted to do. And I just gave him my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> they know best, right? Jeez, man. Yeah. It's like, all right. So, Snell, you haven't been to this in 27 years. This is interesting. 27, right? You said mm-hmm. 23. 27 years. That's very interesting. So, any problems? Nothing was found there? Because if I, if I miss my one six-month dentist appointment, I have, like, cavity AIDS or something. I found some new <laughs> disease in there. So, I don't know. I wasn't sure. I mean, do you guys have, like, a special kind of tooth uh, paste out there in England or something? Uh, no. So... I've never had any. I've not had any issues with my teeth uh, ever. So I've never been to the dentist since uh, I was in my my teens. And in fact, I went uh, to have a clean yesterday, and um, she was like, you've, "You've had no fillings. Your teeth are perfect. Me cleaning them, they'll be perfect again." Wow! Like, oh, great! You better give me the number wow. of that dentist. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you guys don't have any sugar or. Um... Anything out there, right? Any like sweets? You probably guys don't have none of that stuff. That's the the thing that the, kills the EU banned it. Yeah. Really? Oh my god! You're lying. <laughs> no, anything that's unhealthy, the EU banned quite quickly. That's why we've exited. That's why we did Brexit. So, so now we can do unhealthy things. Wait, go. so you don't have Snickers, Twix? Well, we have them, but but they have to be a specific Those sugar content. Hey, Ness, they're smuggling candy over there. They're smuggling candy. <laughs> Priorities. 
We have a drug problem in America. They have a smuggling candy problem. In they have a sugar problem. <laughs> I got right. 99 problems. Sugar isn't one of them. Yeah, I know. Jeez. Oh, man. All right. Well, let's get into the TWAB. The, this week at Bungie was dropped. It's a smaller TWAB. A little bit of information there. A lot of stuff that we're going to be talking about. There's um, Iron Banner next week. We're going to go and talk about um, eyes, um, eyes of Tomorrow the drop rates we're going to talk about a certain battle not monsters versus dinosaurs because we know how that thing ended up jesus it's <laughs> going to be a, a battle of people were wondering who would win in a battle between a hive captain and then the uh, uh wyvern how do you say that hmm. baby turkey baby turkey we're going to call them baby turkeys mm-hmm. yeah. wyvern um, there's going to be some uh, updates um, going to be happening and then We'll talk a little bit about trials, and at the end of the show, we have the lore corner with Snail, which is going to continue the story that he's been bringing to us each and every week about the uh, Presage uh, mission, and then some other stuff attached to some flavor texting on weapons. So we're going to be looking into that. So let's start with the intro of the talk, which was very interesting this week. Uh, Snail asked me what was happening in America, because this is the way Bungie started their um, TWAP this week. We want to start this TWAB off by speaking about the tragic events from earlier this week. The violence against the Asian American community in Atlanta wasn't an isolated event. Hate crimes against Asian Americans have recently surged across major cities in the U.S. over the last year. Everyone at Bungie stands with the Asian community during this difficult time and our hearts go out to the victims of this senseless act and their families. One of our goals is to continue to build communities around our game where everyone feels safe to be who they are and free to build friendships without the fear of hate or discrimination. Please join us in making a donation to aid efforts to provide support and advocacy to those in need. To donate, support, and learn more how you can help, please visit imreadymovement.org. Thank you for supporting our AAPI families and friends. Enjoy the TWAP. Well, yeah, Snail brought up that he, Snail's from across the, the the ocean and he, he was wondering what was going on in america where bungie were to bring this up in the beginning of the twop so what happened it was some sort of shootings that took place in atlanta and they targeted massage parlors i believe there was multiple there wasn't just one there was multiple ones and i believe nine people lost their lives about seven of them being asian asian american uh, women so that's what transpired during that time and it made me think a little bit about when I was reading the TWAB, it made me think about the things that we have done as humans, as, as, as mankind over the last 100 years, 500 years, last thousand years. We have advanced so much in architecture. We have done the impossible. We have put a person on the moon. We have taken 2000 pound machines of pure steel and metal and put them on the air, put them on the ocean. We have advanced so far in technology. We have agriculture. Uh, the things that we have done within the last 50 years alone is, is amazing, is, is inspiring. It's, it's, it, it doesn't, it, it, it's it mind boggling, I guess you can say. The thing that I don't understand is why can we not move as a society and stop something so minor and insignificant as fucking prejudice why do we have Mm -hmm. to be talking about this in 2021 
I mean, Bungie did not have to do this. Bungie is a video game developer. Bungie is a video game company. They should not be the voice of reason when it comes to this. I love it that they're doing this, but it should not get to the point yeah. that we are starting off a TWAB, a, a, a podcast, and talking about something so senseless and stupid as pre- prejudice. I mean, that, that just boggles my, my fucking brain. I just, I cannot explain it. I mean, it's, 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 it, it's, it, uh, there's no words it's, it's stupid mm-hmm. yeah i'm sorry I, no, I we're not learning from mistakes <laughs> no i mean but it is it's nonsensical at this point in time we've made all these advancements you know like you said even with technology medicine i mean all science and we're still caught up on pigmentation gender and culture like why at this point and it's amazing that it takes a game developer to still kind of say this is not okay and i like i said the last time once again they don't ignore social issues and it's it's nice to know that these are people that they their inclusivity they actually take that for real you know they're not just kind of talking over the top or anything like that to just kind of check a box so it's ridiculous at this point i don't understand it yeah yeah, and people hide behind things. So, funny, funny enough, this week uh, there was an issue in a football match where a player was racially abused, um, but the powers that be didn't take it seriously because there was no uh, footage that showed the the uh, racial abuse. The bomb was the player, the player that racially abused the other player covered his mouth so you couldn't lip read what he said, but there was no microphones to pick it up. So, one, you'd have to question why was he covering his mouth to have a conversation with somebody in the first place. Um, and actually, yeah. isn't the person's um, recollection of what happened enough to convict somebody of that type of uh, racial abuse? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's insane that, like I said, it was 2021. We're 21 years into a new, a new millennia, I guess you can say. And, and we're still having this discussion. We're still talking about this. I think we need to, to sit down as a community, sit down as, as, a, uh, as, as people and just, you know, teach the future generations that this is not right. And hopefully in time, you know, all this stuff, all this stuff will change. Um, I mean, that's the only thing I can, I can, I can hope for. And what's nice mm-hmm. about Bungie is that they do give out that area where you can help out if you want to donate and that will support, you know, and, and provide advocacy to those who, who, who need that stuff is you have to go to IamReadyMovement.org. Uh, all one word.org and um, you know show your support by um, making a small donation and you know helping out the cause for that um, well yeah well or let's talk about some grand master nightfalls now these um, this week we're going to be talking about the devil's lair i believe that's a the grandmaster for this week um that's where septus uh, prime right i guess he's the, the main boss in there um, it's pretty nice, pretty good. I like it. Um, you make sure you crank that volume up to eleven because it has one of the most sickest, I guess, soundtrack for the uh, <laughs> for that uh, specific uh, nightfall. But uh, this week, where they're going to be um, dropping the new adept weapon, I believe it's called the Swarm, and it's a Grand Master nightfall, so it's going to be a little tough, a little different. Um, have you guys had a chance to kind of run through them and kind of check it out, see how difficult it is? Yeah, we tried uh, last night, uh, and you're right about the music. Um, so I spent the last 20 minutes of that nightfall dead watching um, the other two guys, uh, Jay and uh, Rob, trying to finish the boss off. Um, and we got to the last segment of health, and then Jay died, and then Rob promptly died straight afterwards. 
um, which was a shame. So, so we all went back to orbit, but it was great fun. It's very difficult. Um, we had a, a um, plan in place that uh, kept us alive for that most of it. But yeah, it's challenging. Um, one shot by snipers half a mile away behind a wall. Brilliant. Pretty tough, yeah. I had a chance to visit um, Duke is Cool, one of our, our friends of the uh, the show. And he was running the Grandmaster Nightfall himself, too. Um, and I was kind of mm. picking his brain. He does a good job about engaging you know, the other uh, people in, in the, in the chat. And I was asking him, what's the best loadout? Uh, what's your, your, uh, I guess, strategy when it comes to doing this. And he was, he likes the, having a sniper with him. He likes having a bow mm-hmm. um, anarchy. I guess it's always, it's always useful for something like that. He was using arc because I believe this uh, season, the arc grenade provides that, um, uh, I guess, staggering for some of the champions. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, he was do- using the warlock with the, um, uh, Jesus beam, you know, shooting it mm-hmm. straight up at people, and um, he was doing pretty good. He, he, I, I caught him, I caught the tail end of the very last fight, um, when he was fighting septics, and that strategy seemed to be work, work pretty good. I wasn't sure what kind of uh bow he was using, but he was definitely, definitely doing some, some damage on that. Hmm. When I watched him the other day, he was using Eye of the Needle, which is the seasonal bow, the void one, which helps with mm, okay. the void shields on the uh, the servitors at the end. Uh, we ran with Jayon Divinity all of us with rockets. Um, and then I had um, uh, Tiku's Divination and okay. Rob had so, uh, Trinity Ghoul. Tiku's Divination was doing work, i got to say, because you can just spam the uh, no-look shot and um, mm. track the arrows across. It was um, it was doing some uh, brilliant work. Loads of solo explosions. Um, but yeah, uh, having uh, Jay with Divinity made uh, light work of any overload champs. It was only until t- he ran out of ammo that it caused an issue. And we all ran with snipers. So, yeah, snipers do work. If you're looking at the barrier champions, there's a couple of shots and they're down. Okay. Well, let's recap on that. Um, what light level, Snail, you might know this, what light level do you have to be to even start a um, Grandmaster Nightfall? So you have to be 1325 to get in. And you're, you're capped to 1325 anyway, so it doesn't matter if you're over that. Okay, um, right. You'll be at 1325 no matter what, because it's contest modifier. Um, mm. So it's 1350 is the level of the people you're facing. Um, so you'll always be 25 levels underneath. Um, so get yourself to 1325 and then join in the fun. We tried to help Pete get to there the other day doing some pinnacles for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it, it sits more with um, your artifact being uh, higher level. So getting that seasonal level up will give you the opportunity to get in there quicker, I guess. Yeah. Find some bounces. Yeah. That that mode has a, a horde of of champions. It's it's match mm-hmm. game, so it's it's everything that's really difficult about the PVE content, and it bunch just throws it all in there for you. If you guys don't want to try it, I recommend you guys do. Just go for it because you never know. You might find them exciting. You must you might find them uh, fun for your, yourself, the challenge, and at the same time, you will get some pretty sweet loot because this um, PVE you know end content game is really rewarding. Uh, from when I was watching some of the streams from uh, Duke is Cool, he was getting a lot of those adept, you know, uh, swarms, and he was getting um, golf balls and shards and stuff like that. So he was getting some pretty good stuff. So, um, I mean, if even if that's not your thing, Bungie has a lot of multiple things going on right now. They're still continuing the storyline through the season of the of the. Jeez, um, I forgot the season of the. Uh, <laughs> Chosen. Chosen. I was about to say worthy. I was like, geez, I went back 20 years. Yeah, we still have um, 
we still have so much stuff going on with the season of the chosen we still have a lot of stuff going on with uh, europa too and um, there's going to be some things happening next week and that's something that ness and i always look forward to because that's our our christmas once a month (laughs) that's right 10 a.m on march 23rd through 10 a.m march 30th iron banana is back aka iron banner it's going to have also bonus valor there's going to be bounties with some more weapons to earn. So Bungie's telling you, take your team out, either go with a, with a fire team or go in the solo mode and go and enjoy yourself. So if mayhem is your thing, Iron Banana is the place to go. There you go, man. That's going to be so much fun. I always like Iron Banner. Um, I've always have, but just trying to be the right light level for it, you know, it can be a little difficult mm-hmm. sometimes. But uh, yeah, if you like this, says next week, 10 a.m., get ready and make Lord Saladin happy, which I'm kind of interesting about that because this is the first time Lord Saladin's coming back to the tower after talking so much shit about Savala <laughs> in previous weeks. Which... I know. <laughs> so oh I wonder God. if he's going to be like, hey, Savala, I think there's a jealousy with Ikora. There's a thing with Ikora. <laughs> So that's gonna be that's gonna be exciting to see that uh, to see him out in the tower again. So hopefully Zavala and and, and Lord Saladin don't get into a, a fight or anything like that. But anyway, let's talk about some Eyes of Tomorrow issues or patches, I guess you can say. Snell, do you have any thoughts on that? Yep. So the first uh, thing that's happening with Eyes is um, we're finally getting an update which acknowledges the fact that uh, damage has been reduced. So when at the beginning of the season we updated. Uh, rockets to do more damage uh they inadvertently damaged eyes of tomorrow uh, so it's doing less damage against bosses than it should do so that's going to be fixed uh in uh, hotfix 3.1.1.1 i feel like we need to say 0.1 more often (laughs) it seems like i'm there all the time i don't know why they just say 3.2 by now we're still on 3.1.1.1.1 anyway Um, so they're going to fix the damage and it's going to make it uh, pretty damn good, I would have said. So I've been using it quite a bit since getting it. I've got to say, in, in Gambit, it is a go-to weapon uh, mm, because you just right. invade for days and uh, uh, destroy the enemy teams. Um, I think I started with only having, ever having four Army of Ones, only two I did myself, and then two nested for me to get my uh, title many moons ago. At the end of this uh, week, I've killed uh, over 300 Guardians and had uh, another uh, 11 Army of Ones because the thing is just nuts it's good. Uh, against Guardians. I don't see too much in Crucible, and I don't know why, uh, but I see it all the time in Gambit. It's the Gambit Code 2 weapon. Uh, interestingly, if you're using it after the fix against Septics, Septics Prime is classed as a major, not a boss, which means actually currently you can do more damage against Septics than you could have done in the future, weirdly. So mm-hmm. use it now if you're going to use it in that particular strike. But yeah, yeah great news that they're going to fix it. And that's happening um, on the 23rd of March. So perfect. That's not all that's changing. I know, there's some other stuff no, changing. There's also the drop the rate's drop rate. Yeah. Yeah. So if you don't have Eyes of Tomorrow, there's a I reason. I have it. <laughs> After some digging, Bungie realized that their bad luck protection, which meant that the more you actually raided, the better chance that you would actually get it if you didn't get it. So unfortunately, they realized that they had not done it account-based, but character-based. So if you had three 
accounts, three different characters, and you actually did it three times, you would think that you would have 15%. Um, actuality, you would actually have just 5% per that character. So it you weren't getting any closer. So now with the hotfix 3.1.1. circa 15-B, um, also happening on the 23rd, um, they're going to be combining all your raid completions, so the chances will be corrected. So the bad luck protection was supposed to increase eventually reaching to 100% guarantee drop. Um, so this reward for, is for those who actually are consistently rating. So you will actually, if you have one character, you won't really notice, but if you have three characters, you will actually notice that your chances are gonna actually increase as they intended originally. Mm. It's good to know. So Bungie dropped the yeah. ball. I'm going to get it. They I'm picked it up. It this time, and guys. They dropped it again and they picked it up. So the only person yeah. from us that doesn't have it is Ness. <laughs> right? Is that correct? That's right. I've got it twice. Yeah. yeah. So his protection was working perfectly. <laughs> well, bizarrely, I was saying to Ness earlier, when I look back after reading this, it transpired that um, my uh, luck on my Titan was the same luck as my Warlock. So they've done it both the same number of times if it was on one character base. Mm-hmm. So on that uh, clear, they both got that Isa tomorrow. So it must must be tied in that time as you done it on completions. And I'm doing this going, well, that makes sense now why I got it twice because yeah. it was based on one character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's interesting about eyes is that that exotic is hard to get. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's kind of like you get super excited whenever you get it. It, it kind of gives you vibes of like, maybe Ness might remember this, when you got the Galahorn for the first time because it was so hard to get it Aww. you would get so excited you would start screaming you would you would, you would get really excited for for that weapon um and i think ice is kind of bringing that excitement back to exotics i think we haven't really gotten an exotic that we are uh, gotten out in a while that we get excited for most of the exotics that we have on this season which i do like i do like the way bungie is doing this now you physically have to go into content lost sector you know difficult and go out there and earn it you know and, and get it which is, which is amazing, which is good. But the eyes of tomorrow is a little different because it's, it's has the potential to be a really good weapon and it's going to be, you know, after this patch. And it's exciting to see that excitement behind um, the weapon, you know, getting it out in the wild, which is kind of cool. I did, I did really, really like, like that. So yes, like Ness says, March 26th, they're going to have that patch 3.1.1.1.1.1.1.1 and 0.1. And it's going to be available for some players um, the only thing I do have a question on is I hope your chances don't reset back to zero. I hope that no, they so. said they're going to already they're, they're rounding everything up. So okay, have you that's, done? That's good to know. That was the only only yeah. question I had. Well, if you guys ever wondered, I'm sure you guys did this when you were growing up. Who would win in a fight between Spider Man and and Cyclops, or who would win in a fight between Superman and Batman? Which we pretty much find out who would win in that. That's not, that's not a secret there. But now the bunch of communities getting into, I guess, a debate. You know, we had the first who would win kind of voting thing on, you know, Team Monster and Team Dinosaurs. And Dinosaurs yeah. took that. That was more of a, of you know, eye-pleasing, you know, um, armor, you know, statics, I guess you can say. But this Easy is win. actual, yeah, this is an actual physical battle between two of the most annoying and pretty strong enemies in the Destiny universe. That is a hive captain and also a robotic chicken. I guess they call it. It's a, a wyvern. Baby dragon. Baby dragon. I guess. We, we call them baby dragons. Big turkey. 
But that's a good question I could ask you guys. Who do you think will win the fight? Tapes. And why? And why? How about that? Anybody want to take this? Baby Dragon only has like one move. <laughs> that's yeah, it. Taking uh, Captain, once they span those little blight things that coming towards mm-hmm. you, the amount of times I've been stood there going, I can't see anything, can't see anything, can't see anything. I'm dead. Right. Baby Dragon has one move, and he takes too long to even get to that move. So... See, I think as, as far as I know, I, I kind of went into Reddit and they were kind of putting on the damage numbers. And the baby dragon or the wyvern has more damage output. Really? Like you said, than the, the hive captain. When it comes to elusiveness and speed, hive captain takes it. You know, he could move around and, and, and mm-hmm. kill you with speed. But when it comes to sheer force and, and damage output, that baby dragon packs a punch. And we know that because when those things mm-hmm. hit us, you know, they shoot, they jump up, do that Titan, I guess, Superman slam. Yeah. They do some pretty damage, man. I, I think they do. I'm, I'm more, I think I get annoyed more when I get killed by a, a baby turkey than I do a, a, a hive captain. Hive captain is kind of a given because they're, they're so fast. You, you're not going to catch them, you know, but uh, that's a debate that's going on right now on Twitter. So I hope they had a, I wish they had a, like a way where you can vote. I don't know. I don't think they, they, they did that this time. huh? They didn't write. Did like a poll or anything like that? No, I think it was just a vote on Twitter, wasn't it? Yeah, that's very interesting. But uh, yeah, check that out, guys. Check who you think is going to win. Hopefully next time they might give us some other options. I would like to see strike bosses versus each other or raid bosses versus each other. Who would win between them? Hmm. I thought you were going to go for Zavala against uh, Salad. Yeah, Zavala against Salad. Ooh, that's a good one, dude. I don't know. I actually don't know. One's 400 years old. I know. It looks old like man, old man Saladin. I don't know if, if he'll be able to, <laughs> to to keep up with uh, Savala. Savala would just talk him to death. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> just died of boredom. Okay. Well, the twelve continues. Ghosts in the shell. Our team of player support experts are hunting down any odd issues and making um, some fixes. Fixes that are being uh, tracked on. And these are the ones that we know of. So when they update 3.1.1, they're going to be fixing an issue or adjusting the wrist runner, um, the perk, the VFX. They're going to be reducing the Arbalest aim assist, which I talked about last week. And then they're going to fix multiple Ascendant Challenge Triumphs. Also, keep in mind, it's not listed here, but they are going to be fixing or adjusting a lot of those stasis stasis things that they were going to fix. Um, Last week, we brought up a, a... numerous things that they're going to be changing which is only going to affect pvp which is nice pve is going to stay stay unaffected so there's also going to be fixing an issue where they prevent uh, they fix an issue where they're going to prevent scan and heroic vip patrols from appearing on europa um i think we had a little little gimmick there huh me and snail we were trying we're going Mm -hmm. to a lost sector get out and hopefully we'll make them pop up and stuff so now that's like that's not going to be an issue you're going to be able to uh you're going to be able to get them a lot quicker than usual. Uh, fix an issue where the frozen time ornament couldn't be equipped to the no time explain. We talked about that last time. Uh, it was one of the known issues and they actually got, they're taking care of it. Uh, fix an issue where the cause of Isa tomorrow to do less damage than intended against yellow bar enemies. So that was one of the things that Snail was talking about too, where there's more damage to mini bosses than it does to main bosses. So that's going to be taken care of also too in the next, uh, next, um, update and then the stasis changes that we talked about that's going to be things that we're going to be getting the next update which is going to be perfect iron banner is going to be dropping all these fixes are going to be available so 
Iron Banner is going to be good, I think, because we're not going to be getting spammed by Stasis as much as I think that we are. We may see a lot more Warlocks with Stasis, but no more Hunters shatter diving, no more Titans running two and a half minute supers all over the map. So that's going to be good. Something to look forward to. So also with the return of some high-end PvP thing like Iron Banner, this week, and actually yesterday, we got the return of something that was gone for a week or two, and I believe that's Trials. Yeah, yeah. Trials back. And so it, it's been taken away past couple of weeks after players found they could uh, do a nice little uh, gamble between themselves and uh, rejoin matches and uh, make themselves flawless without killing anybody. Perfect. Um, really, there was no harm in, in doing that because those who played properly could play properly still. People in the background could uh, do a nice little uh, win luck trade and and cheat some victories, which is great. Uh, but that's now been fixed. So now if you disconnect, you can't reconnect. Um, so trials now fixed and back on. Although for me, it's still very, very painful. Uh, I played last night. Um, and people are saying that there's loads of people jumping off the map. We played properly last night and didn't do any jumping off the map. And we never faced anyone who was jumping off the map. It was a complete, how do I describe it? Nightmare of people <laughs> sliding with shotguns, stasis everywhere, ability spam gone completely wrong. I'm seeing people that are, are 40 levels lower than me um, able to ability spam and, and shotgun me. Um, it's like, what, what is the point of having like an enabled thing? And make, make matters even worse, all the flawless people are just uh, farming the three-win card which is all the things that we, we need to get fixed in, in trials. So it's a complete all eight to go in there. Um, yeah. But it's worth going in if you want the hand cannon, because the hand cannon is pretty cool. Yeah, you're right. So this week, the hand cannon is a three win and also the uh, bounty reward. So if you get a certain percentage of uh, wins and losses, it'll give you that, that weapon. Uh, I don't know what the five win and the seven win. I believe the seven win is a sword, if I remember correctly, maybe. Five wins is the chess piece. Oh, okay. Which is why no one's bothering to go to five wins. Just keep repeating the three wins, get another hand cannon yeah. until you get the god roll. So Bungie have made it harder just by doing that. It's just beyond yeah. belief. The reward system in that structure is completely yeah. wrong. Yeah, remember that in season 15 or 16, I'm not quite sure, there are going to be reworking trials. So hopefully... They will take those things into account, stuff that Snail brought out, you know, why are flawless guys continuing to be in the same pool as people who have not gone flawless? Why are we going up against people with six wins, against people with two wins? So hopefully they'll figure something out and, you know, take care of that um, issue. Well, as we continue on, there were some people that did not receive their bright dust previous weeks. There was some sort of glitch and then Bungie decided to give back to its community. So I believe there was 3,000... No, it's going to be 337,000 players who received some bright dust that was missing from them from doing things like Crucible Gambit and um, Vanguard Strike challenges. That's a lot. That's a lot of people. And that's a lot of bright dust that got refunded. I did not get any. I think I didn't have an issue. Did you guys have an issue with that? Did you guys get any? No. No? I didn't notice it. Um, although I, I did the, the challenges each week, so I might have got something back. I have no okay. idea. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot of bright dust that got refunded. So they, they said that that's not going to be an issue no more. That got resolved. So something to look forward to. All right. Well, that was an issue that got resolved. Let's talk about other weekly known issues. And with that, we turn to our greatest correspondent ever, Ness, who knows anything and everything about weekly issues. 
Thank you, Vika. Thank you. Um, so these are the latest issues that were reported on the Health Forum. So one of them is kind of odd. Apparently, the game would crash if players didn't have their ghost shell equipped, which I don't know how that's possible, but apparently it happened. Hmm. Um, one of the things that really made Snail happy was that the fifth feather in Harbinger wasn't spawning on week three or four, and then the fourth one wasn't spawning on week two. Oh, I read that wrong. Yeah. Snail wasn't happy about that. <laughs> no, no. Snail's not happy about that. My bad. As I keep reporting each week since they fixed it and we can now get the bloody triumph. You can't get the damn triumph because they're not bloody put the feathers in place. I mean, now, how stupid I have can a you question be? for you. I have a question for you. Could it be because your colorblind mode is on? You well, can't see it. It could you can't be. See, you can't it see the bright be. yellow feather. No. That's what but this time I took Rob with me and Rob couldn't see it either. Um, oh, so the blind okay. lead, didn't you just time. say that I know. the blind leading the blind <laughs> it doesn't work? It doesn't didn't work. you say that? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So a couple of other things that um PS5 players were having an issue where there was random lines appearing on awoken characters, and also if they turned on their PS5, the destiny audio would come back really muffled and crazy. <laughs> Horrible. So that's what happens when you're PS5 rich people. That's what happens. Um, ultra combatant health bars um, displaying inconsistent to their icons and other more powerful enemy types in multiple colorblind mode. Bungie feels the same way I do for the colorblind community. This is them messing with you guys. I just want to put it out there. Okay, so once again, the colorblind community has come through. I'm pretty sure this was Snail who reported this one and has put themselves again on the top of the known issues board. Congratulations. <laughs> Go colorblind community. <laughs> Go colorblind community. See orange. So inside Terminus was encanting for triumph progression. Uh, PCs have been crashing. They're looking into that. Heavy ammo um, on some of the maps, I guess distance shore map was actually spawning underneath the map, which is odd. Uh, Gambit stats. When you complete a match, you know how you can actually tab over to see what the stats were as far as how much damage you caused to the prime evil. That wasn't actually working. And then one of the ones that I thought was really funny was Sola Scar in Spanish was translating a solar scar, which kind of makes me laugh because um, that had to sound really funny on their part. Um, so these are kind of just a short list of all the ones that I thought were really funny. Uh, but there are more on the known issues article. So you can go ahead and look that up and see what other issues that they're tracking. Yes. Awesome. Thank you. Ness. Just Appreciate on it. the colorblindness. Oh, please. Uh, there was we'll talk about bit, it. <laughs> there, was, there was a great um, bit last night in our uh, Grandmaster Nightfall with, uh, with Jay, um, who found it very ironic that um, he's there next to me and he suddenly says to me, Snail, watch out for the red line. It's going to kill you. And I go, what red? And then I die. And he was like, it's so ironic that you've got colorblind mode on and you cannot see the red line from the spider tank that is aiming straight at you to kill you. I was like, well, no, I can't see that. What did they look like on your screen, by the way? I couldn't see anything. Oh, my God. Congratulations. He found it hysterical. But, oh uh, the irony in uh, me cheating does not work. Mm -hmm. You're well, a guys, 
that's pretty much the uh, the twab in a nutshell. It wasn't as big as we were talking about. There was a lot of stuff that they're going to be you know dropping um, next next week, which I do feel next week's twab is going to be a little bit a little bit meatier. It's going to have more stuff, um, just like any other twab. They have some videos of the week, uh, movies of the week. You can check them out. Some artists, feature artists, which is something nice that they're doing. Um, check them out. They're really really nice. Um, the way Cosmo ends is by saying that they're getting right in the middle of season of the chosen and and the storyline seems to me like it's 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 about it's about to explode into something something great so we have already seen an assassination attempt on savala we've already seen the way crow is growing before our eyes so we're seeing the anger that lord saladin has um osiris is kind of doing his own weird cryptic stuff so so there's a lot of stuff happening a lot of stories and i have a feeling bungie's going to tie them all together Keep in mind that next week we're going to be getting a new strike, which is awesome. I believe we're finally going to go inside that little tank or that little yes. running tank that we we saw in the, in the video. So I'm really excited for that. Um, so many things to look forward to uh, in, in Destiny, like always. And we're going to be here with you guys, bringing each and every one of those news to you, especially the stuff about the colorblind community, because we care. We care a lot. <laughs> we do but, care. Uh, well, yeah, that was pretty much the 12. But now we're going to turn into the lore corner. Or story time with Snail, which we (laughs) we like to to say. Um, Snail, you, my friend, have the floor. Take it away. I do, yes. So funny funny you should say about tying stories together. As if you lined me up for the uh, conversation we're going to have. Well done, sir. Um, So last week we talked about um, the Savada assassination attempt. I was hopeful that Amtec was involved. And sure enough, Amtec is mentioned. And why do we know this? So um, uh, also last week we talked about the fact that the flavor text was missing and no one knew what flavor text was apart from Jesse. Jesse knows everything, apparently. Um, so mm. the flavor text is the lore tab uh, and uh, the Paladrome lore tab finally uncovers what's been going on behind the scenes. And actually, this is a story that's been in the making for well over a year and Amtec is involved to some extent. So we're putting more meat on the bones, really. So the Paladrome lore tab talks about Eurix. Now, who is Eurix? So Eurix is a scion who's been around uh, quite a while um, and is mentioned in another bit of story to do with uh, Catabias. So we're going back to the Glycon for a second. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and what's been going on there. Uh, so we'll come back to that in a second. But uh, Eurix is an interesting character. Uh, and the lore tab talks about her uh, love for Amtec and um, uh, Amtec's revenge on uh, the Guardians. And also talks about the Sundial uh, and what happened with the Sundial. So we've talked about the Sundial before. We've mm-hmm. also talked about Amtec before from the fact that this, her sisters uh, were the people killed on the Sundial. Uh, and the Sundial was about reworking the Red War and all, all of the, the Red War to be a win for the Cabal, not for us. So interestingly, in the Katabias uh, story, he talks about uh, Eurix for a second. So that's probably the first time we'll hear um, Eurix mentioned. I have a just returning voice actress who's going to uh, tell me the, the bit of law um, that's mentioned in the Katabaya story with an accent that matches Eurix and Quintig. Right. I'll be doing this in my best Italian accent. Okay. Quintig surfaces from the hatch and kneels behind us, besides us, my bad. 
This is Yurik's ghost. She will not reveal to us. She's Red Legion. Callous would see her executed. Scions fly many colors, but within the cabal we exist. In Congress, moving towards our future. She will recognize my contribution as I hers. Quinzik says, stepping forward. Boom. Thank you, my, my voice actress. Um, <laughs> perfect Italian accent. Although why a sign would be Italian is beyond me. Um, more of a Russian twang, I, I would have thought. I went with my palate. Well done. So interesting here, um, because this is a scion in um, Eurix that has been mentioned by another scion in Quinzig and being recognised as Eurix being um, part of the Red Legion and Callus wanting um, her dead. And also someone that we're going to be telling on someone. And we've seen this a lot through the, uh, the stories that we've got coming through, that actually the scions seem to be breaking away from the cabal uh, and doing their own little thing behind the scenes. Hmm. There is a conclave of scions that are working together, which is really interesting, all in the name of <clears throat> Amtech. So Amtech was the one who dropped, uh, obviously, Almighty onto... Uh, a tower um, and uh, has a deep uh, hate for uh, the Guardians and one Guardian in particular being Savala. The story of the Paladrone starts to talk about what Eurix is up to. So Eurix is using uh, that um, light device that um, was used in the Red uh, War to obviously restrict the Guardian's light. Yeah. Um, she is the first to use it as a weapon uh, outside of that. So the little lore piece on the Paladrone uh, says that um, she's stalking a prey, being a guardian. She gets loads of cabal killed by the guardian. The guardian uh, then gets uh, shot by uh, Eurix, uh, and then they wait for the ghost to revive the guardian. They then swap weapons to this new uh, light gun that they've got that uh, disables the ghosts, and they then kill the ghost, thus guardian dead, all in the name of um, Amtec's vengeance. So there's, there's a piece here around, actually, is Amtec still alive? because they talk about her vengeance and not her in a first-person terms. Um, but scarily, we've got a group of scions that are working against the Guardians, separate to the Cabal, which is quite scary, because scions are, are, are a very strong race of people that we see in the background of Cabal and not really in the forefront, but they seem to be coming more and more into the story. So it's 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 going to get really interesting, and to tie stories together, to to see uh, Eurix mentioned in the Catabias uh, Glycon bit, and then come into the actual assassination attempt on um, Savala. So that that um, uh, killing of a uh, guardian was then followed up by the assassination attempt uh, on um, Savala. So they wanted to do it without anyone knowing. But there's a conclave of scions looking for vengeance. Watch this space. I think. Ooh see more of them very interesting man that's good to know especially like you said the scions being almost like a background character in you know some of the stories of the cabal history and other they're they're getting their 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 time in the front stage which is which is kind of awesome it's pretty neat really appreciate it now thank you for that and the story will continue like you said each week we're finding new things hopefully we'll get to see a nice lore tab on how uh, savala and lord saladin are going to fight fist fight in the middle of the tower that's going to be oh, wow. pretty good. <laughs> For Ikora. For Ikora. Well, yeah, keep in mind, Ikora is going to have a significant role next season. I'm actually looking forward to that because we haven't heard her talking about uh, three seasons or two seasons. So 
before she tried to kill every single one of them by uh, creating a vex gate in the tower. That's the last time we heard from from Ikora. So, but uh, yeah. anyway, thank you so much, guys. Really appreciate it. That's pretty much the show for the week. A little bit later than usual, but we got it done. Any other things? Any other final thoughts on the twop you guys want to bring out? Any anything in your mind? I think Betty White can take the baby dragon also. Betty White. You're talking about 98, excuse me, 99-year-old Betty White. That's what you're talking about, right? When I saw that it was celebrity against, I mean, the way they named it, I was thinking Betty White. So I think that she can, she could probably take both of them. I don't know. Put that I mean, out there. The, the, the way Snail's talking to me about, you know, some of the Scions, I think Scions can pretty much take everybody out nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's going to be interesting to make them an antagonist because if you go against a scion, I've always thought that the scions were a little bit more powerful than the cabal that they supported um, because they've got that purple thing that, you know, they, they can shoot like across the freaking map that you get bumped off. How many times have we actually uh, just told each other, watch out for the scion because you're going to get booped off the map. Yeah. And then we end up in, you know, in orbit or something because of one of them. So it'd be interesting to see them turn into the real antagonist for a while. It's you know, quite funny that uh, the Scions and uh, Cabal are dropships, uh, are drop pods, are more uh, lethal than the Cabal themselves. I know. <laughs> That's the only thing I know. Killed by is a drop pod or a yeah, Scion. Those drop pods are crazy. <laughs> you know, if, you th- if you think about the, mm-hmm. the Scions, especially like the Sundial, um, we fought against the, the sisters mm-hmm. of Am- Amtex? Sisters, Amtex, yeah. Yeah, sisters. Amtex three sisters. Yeah, and each of them had the element, you know, that they're the same elements mm-hmm. that we do as as yep. guardians. They had the arc, they had the void, they had the solar, which is I don't think cabal enemies themselves have the power to wield that as well. But I think only the scions have that, right? Am I am I mistaken? Mm-hmm. That, yeah, so yeah, that's they only have shields and weapons, basically yeah. shields, weapons, because they have space magic too. Have. The scions have space magic, man. And, I mean, mm-hmm. I just remember doing those sun dials, and one of those guys will call that um, electricity mm-hmm. from this air. Um, somebody will call the the void that little void thing that will in- encapsulate you and kill you and stuff. Yeah, that was actually I'm kind of do missing the sun dials. This would have been a perfect season to bring that back. I think as a um, as a, like a secondary mission where you can go in there with six friends, or that was a six man activity, right? If I remember correctly, it was yeah yeah yeah. yeah was. We need more six man activity. They should have definitely um, unbolted that or bring bring that back. That was actually really really fun um, to do. But anyway, we can talk about this all day and every day. But that's the end of our show. Thank you so much for joining us, guys. This was episode twenty two. Next week we'll be back, hopefully, on our regularly scheduled time. But we will see. Anyway, the show is a little bit late. The episode will be dropping later today. Make sure you check it out. We're still trying to mess with the YouTube thing. I'm trying to figure out a way where we can drop the episodes there, but still keep the podcast audio going for you guys. We will give you more news as more episodes progress. All right. My name is Vega. You can find me online, Xbox Live. It's Vega6417. That's my gamer tag. Uh, you can find me on Instagram. No, not on Instagram. My Instagram is pretty boring. Don't, don't, I need to update my stuff in there. But um, you can find me on Twitter. My Twitter handle is Jesubius. And also check out the podcast uh, Twitter that we have. It's uh, at Warlocks3. That's also um, on Twitter as well. And something that I'm going to be doing personally every Thursday, I still haven't, I need to talk to the powers that be, which is my family, make sure I have a little extra time, which I do on Thursdays, is I'm going to be streaming. 
two hours of content, Destiny content on my Twitch channel. I'm going to do that once every week, every Thursday, and it, it can range from, um, you know, Strikes, Crucible, Gambit. Um, I just recently fell in love with a character that I've never played, and I have fun, and I am enjoying playing uh, the Titan character. So I'm going to be probably yes. working on that a little bit more and, and, and putting out that content. So my Twitch channel will be there. So if you can find me on Twitch, if you want. And it's under twitch.com backslash triple vega. We are not going to change three warlocks to two warlocks and a coordinator. <laughs> so you need to get over this love of yours with the Titan. Okay. That being said, um, my name is Lines One. I can be found on Twitch and Xbox. Please follow me on Twitch. Um, Alexis B1 is my personal Insta. And we have now a Facebook and an Instagram for genuine underscore apathy so that's our plan so please follow us cool well i'm wind snail 2268 you know the drill by now uh there's too many wind snails but only one good one which is me um although i was told the other week that uh, they'd look for 2267 and invite him to the clan um but i think did. ness deletes any invites that come through quite quickly <laughs> so i'm sorry so for 2267 um you can find me all over the place you know where i am these days uh, i did stream last week i will try attempt to stream more often just so you can see what's going on uh with us uh, and i'll try and stream the gm we do later if i get a chance to um and i'll finally say go wells for the grand slam yes yes cool so tell us about what's going on what's what's so important about today that everybody would know i was actually you sent us a nice video explaining to us uh how why this day is is pretty much like your second christmas i guess you can say <laughs> or, or this is pretty much uh the equivalency of our super bowl happening for oh, snail mm-hmm. in other words so what's what's happening so tell the tell the listeners what's happening um, today so this is um uh super saturday uh where um it's the final of the six nations six nations rugby tournament uh, between six nations being England, Ireland, uh, Scotland, Wales, and France and Italy. Um, Wales have won all their games, so they're already the Triple Crown champions because they beat uh, the old enemy, as in uh, England, Scotland, and Ireland. Uh, Grand Slam means they beat everybody. Uh, they're practically the champions for the fact that uh, they can only be beaten by France if France beat them today. So today, eight o'clock, uh, France versus Wales. Um, Wales going for another Grand Slam which doesn't happen very often but when it does uh, it's a big thing for the nation this nation I live in are very rugby passionate Uh, the whole nation come together for this particular occasion Uh, every international the whole of uh, Wales comes together dude that is awesome well sending you positive vibes hope everything works out for your uh, country and for your team the only thing I know about uh, rugby is that it's pretty rough when I watch it, it's it's pretty pretty. Violent. We don't need pads. You guys don't need pads. That's for sure. That's for damn sure. Not sure about the laws. Not sure about the rules. But it's always fun. fun you just to hit watch. each other, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was our episode for today, guys. We'll see you guys next week. And always remember, when in Rome. When in Rome.